Today's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Little Bits, the easy-to-use electronic building blocks. Talking Simpsons listeners can go to trylittlebits.com slash lasertime and get $20 off your first order. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. Welcome to Talking Simpsons. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons. I am your host, Mr. Mackey. <laughs> Who else is here with me today? Uh, Chief Starving Bear, Chris Antista. Uh, uh, crunchy the Clown, Henry Gilbert. <laughs> I am so Crunchy the Clown. And this episode is Camp Krusty, which aired on September 24th, 1992. Chris, what happened on this mythical day in Simpsons history? <gasps> Uh, the Kentucky Supreme Court finally rules its anti-sodomy laws are unconstitutional. Pearl Jam's 10 <laughs> is on top of the music charts. And John Kay is fired from Ren and Stimpy, the Nickelodeon wow, show. Wow, that finally created. happened. Look up the creator's uh, fired episode of Laser Time if you want yeah. to hear the whole story. Me rambling for about 20 minutes about what happened. Well, it's very book, complicated. Sick Little Monkeys, it, it ties in well with Simpsons fandom. It really does. It's mm. the, yeah. Both of their animated legacies started around the same time. So it much, aligns very well. Then. Yeah, so much great animation stuff happening on TV in the early 90s that would mm-hmm. kind of make what we watch now what it is today I also it would be like 11 more years before that sodomy law would be struck down uh, nationally it's yeah, one of those things took, I like yeah. to point out to uh, angry progressives because I encounter them more than I do Republicans <laughs> is that progress so much progress has happened and we mm-hmm. don't even notice it's and, easy to forget yeah, yeah for that, sure that, that the idea that this still wasn't the end of the anti-sodomy law in Kentucky. Mm. It wasn't. Yeah. Like, you couldn't butt fuck <laughs> in, in America. Not with a witness nearby. Up until, like, the last, like 10 years ago, they finally But it was it one on. of those things you just enforced to fuck over marginalized people. Yeah. yeah. Only when you there was a like, story from 10 years ago, like, the police went to the wrong house, went in, two guys are fucking... And they're breaking the law. Yes, that and was in, that was in Texas, and that was the one that went to the Supreme Court Jesus. and ended it. Which uh, I, Colbert had a great joke about this when it happened, which was that uh, it's it was an uncensored a, show, by the way. That <laughs> it was that it was a great judgment, but it was also that when the Supreme Court reminded them that it was sodomy, they're like, yeah. "This is it is legal now, but it's also sodomy." What, what yes. a perfect way to kick off the fourth season. Of Talking. <laughs> Welcome Simpsons. to season four. It's <laughs> all about <laughs> sodomy, people. And it, this is the okay. This is the first. Uh, film Roman season, but this mm-hmm. is the last Klasky Chupa episode. Not the last one we'll see, the last one produced. The la- so, oh, okay. This is yeah. what happens every season, mm-hmm. and we're going to have it every time we start a season, which is this is pro- the production season three holdover episodes into season four. Exactly. The same will happen in season five, huh. season six, season seven, all these ones that were. I knew. Like, I, that's why some people think of the Armin Tamzarian episode, they they miscredit it to Mike Scully as like, oh, Mike Scully ruined the show from the very beginning of a season. Nope. Like, no, that was the last season eight episode. So here's my theory. Mm-hmm. I feel like the producers thought there would be no holdovers this year because this is a summer vacation episode that aired at the end of September, yes. which yeah. was kind of a bummer for me as a kid watching this. Like, what? You're talking yeah. about summer vacation? I just started school a month ago. I, and I just wanted to... I. I, I knew the factoid about the production order for the next episode we'll talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, this seems way better than 
this seems like season like a great opening to season four. The show mm. is so funny every single fucking second. It's weird. This yeah. is the last production three because at this point they should be so tired that nothing matters and all jokes kind of like are just whatever well, whatever I, we can I, write. I, but I, it, it fires on is, all cylinders. They said Camp Krusty. This episode was supposed to be the first Simpsons movie, and they couldn't find enough things to pad. Well, when James L. Brooks saw it, he, he apparently said to them like. This should be the movie. Yeah. And then Al Jean's response was Talk like, about this, stakes, camp. This can <laughs> barely fill a 22-minute But if episode. they were working on this to make a 90-minute movie, this thing pops every four seconds. Yeah. Like, with something great. I think the story was, like Henry said, James Lubbock saw it, and they were like, okay, number one, we need an episode mm-hmm. that, that can air for the premiere. Number two, we can't make 20 minutes of animation with this. Like, what, where will the movie come from? But well, I think if they sat down and they didn't have to produce an entire season, well, this could have been a movie. And that is also, that way of thinking is what prevented one recent-ish episode from not airing for two years because they thought this is this is the sequel to the simpsons movie oh let's expand this into a whole I'm episode i'm so glad that did not become the next movie i mean Dear i'm God. pissed that there was ever a canonical appearance of kang and Kodos. okay like, yeah boo for a really bad joke and a really bad but there was bad a lot episode. of good things about that season too but Just this saying. but this episode and the season six season premiere mm-hmm. which was also a holdover from season five that was meant to air mm-hmm. before the summer i always like i liked watching both of those as a kid because it felt like I was catching up with what The Simpsons did all summer. Uh, now that my summer was over, it was like, okay, oh, well, part of darkness. How was Sorry, your home? Uh, how was yours? Like, well, we got a pool, or they yeah. went to mm-hmm. the camp. Like, and we're because we're kids when we're watching this, and I, I just yeah. did want to say about. 60% of all my dreams are set at summer camp. Oh, wow. I don't... I You know, I don't really want to know what that means, but you're free to tell me your interpretation. I'm, I'm sure we'll get into this, but did any of us go to summer camp? Yes. No. A ton. I went to, I went to day camps uh, that were just like, leave your kids here because mm-hmm. they'll kill themselves at home. And I really hated the day camps, especially... The summer I spent at the YMCA day camp, I like because that too. was that was the cheapest the free camp. one, I, ours or is free. free, and it's where the like, look, I'll just say kids from bad homes who would then put, <laughs> uh, would then bring their hurt on to other kids, <laughs> maybe like, maybe nerdy kids who wanted to read comic books at camp. It's a lot like Camp Krusty, actually. See, uh, I, that's I have fond nerdy memories of my YMCA camp because it was it would have been like the late eighties, mm. and some moron donated every Star Wars thing ever wow. and just dumped it in wow. this giant YMCA sandbox. So, like, I remember making, like, make not only making full Death Star runs, like, there were licensed pieces of, like, Ooh. that looked like the middle of the Death Star and I'd dig trenches and run the planes. Wow. I, I had a great time. It, it You're so be, spoiled, Chris. Yeah. It, it, it's just a free it, camp. It was uh, a charity. Free, wow. It, yeah, it's it a YMCA. The, yeah, it would be the summer of 93, the summer after this one. My parents I hated went, paying for That camp. I went to the YMCA day camp and that is the summer I truly became a mega comic nerd mm. and like brought my trade paperbacks there and read through them. And like there was a like a I bet now he was maybe like nineteen, a counselor there who was just super into Spawn and he'd let me read ah. his Spawn comics. Oh, wow. And we'd all just talk about like comics are so cool. I, lo- I love telling the story. I did go to sleepaway camp a lot, including mm. ones. How many murders? Oh, it wasn't a murder story. It wasn't a murder. I just remember it. Though. So we get in. This guy's name is Doug. I have a picture of me standing with. Him, I feel like I should put it online. Um, and, and he's <laughs> to just give like to the police. How many he, consecutive life sentences, Chris? He just said, uh, "Look, this is what this is how I roll. 
every single summer, I pick someone who's going to be my favorite camper, and I'm going to I'm going to give them priority, and I'm going to give them special treatment, and they're going to sleep with me, uh, and uh. and that's the way it's going to be. And like in like oh, everybody's like oh, I hope it's me, I hope it's me, and then I want to be groomed. He's like, and I choose Rob, so he would come home, he would like come in, uh, and like give him. Pizza Hut pizza, and we're in the middle of the woods, and give him like Jesus. Pizza Hut pizza, and he'd sleep in his bed. Uh, so he was uh, brought to justice, right? Or is this? I'm guessing never. I'm, oh, I, I think that's yeah. like my one foot in like the fucking 70s or 60s, where like no one was talking about it. I guess my story has less trauma. I just came from a working class family. I was a latchkey kid from the point it was probably illegal. Like mm-hmm. I should not be seven years old and by myself. Mm-hmm. But it was like no camp's expensive. You can just stay home and watch TV and oh, no, play I, video games. And I was like, cool, I'll do that. I have a ton of camp stories. I've told them a ton of times on Laser Time. Uh, I got into. I mean, there's a camp episode of Laser. Time. Yeah, I got oh, into right, a yeah. camp in the Everglades, like a sleepaway camp in the Everglades, wow. and I got in because my dad. Dad worked at the Department of Fish and Wildlife for Florida, and he got me in at the last minute by pulling strings. And I don't think he paid because we weren't we didn't really pay for things as a family. But what they had to do is I was eight years old, and they put me in a bunk with all twelve year olds. So mm. I get in, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to camp, and then we we're gonna stop at McDonald's. I'm gonna get Garfield toys. They gave me an extra Garfield toy, <laughs> and I get in there, and I'm like, guys, Garfield toys, and like. Fuck you, faggot. And like wow. instantly, like instantly, like ostracized and made to cry uh, every single second for an entire week. And I remember uh, crying and I couldn't couldn't tell because everybody's like, why won't you stop crying? Why won't you stop crying? And like, because because like I miss and I, I wouldn't want to say like everybody's being mean to me and like being real, like really cruel to me. So I said, it's because I miss my Nintendo. And of course, that got then manufactured in this ammunition to use against me further. Uh, so they I said became, normal was a girl, but I know the truth. I got, yeah, I got, I got called, I was gay for Garfield, and then I was gay for Mario. The 80s, they were great times, people. Yeah. yeah. Again, progress. Slow. I felt it. We're living it now. It's great to not be called gay for liking video games anymore, so thank you. So this episode, I forgot, started with a dream sequence, and there was yeah. like a moment where I was like, what the hell? Do you want me to play like, it? Like, it's yeah. The last day of school. Yay! Here are your grades. Oh no, Mrs. Krabappel. If I don't get a C average, my dad won't let me go to Camp Krusty. Well, it isn't fair to the other children. But all right. Much obliged, doll. Slaps her ass. <laughs> so oh, great. Bart Simpson, I'm going to miss you. Attention, everyone. This is Principal Skinner. I trust you all remembered to bring in your implements of destruction. Now let's trash this dump. I yes. love that. School's out for summer plays. This captures the perfect life in hell contempt for school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as seen in the pages of Life in Hell. And I feel like uh, wanting to destroy your school to not have the baggage it did uh, mm-hmm. pre-Columbine. I feel like we all had fantasies about mm-hmm. blowing up our school and like leaving our school, yeah. burning our school well, down. I'll, I'll say this, and I, it's, I'm going to do, I'm officially going to do something about it. Growing up in the 80s, we... I watch cartoons now, Saturday morning cartoons, Men for Children. I, I don't care what you think. <laughs> uh, I do that now. Advertisements are not the same. In the 80s, I remember Nickelodeon would play Schools Out for Summer, the Alice Cooper song that's played in this very sequence, and show kids like standing on top of their school and throwing shit out every summer because every commercial posed like, do this, don't do that. I'm a stuffy teacher and I hate bubble tape. <laughs> Fuck you, guitar! <laughs> yeah! You you're can't handle gum and tape form, bitch. I'm, walking a bo- <laughs> I'm watching a bonkers ad which is just about old people being crushed by awesome candy. Yeah. And like, like you don't, it doesn't happen now, but like the marketing and the attitude of the 80s very much fostered an, like just anti-adult. 
kind of a, it was a lot of anti. Well, it was like anti-authority, but yeah. in the form of like anti-adult, like that classic commercial for Sonic the Hedgehog, yes. where the frumpy old librarian's like, "Why can't he be more like that nice Mario boy?" <laughs> like that. Do- I'm telling you, I watch all these advertisements like a hawk. That this does not exist anymore. Mm. But it did. Like I, I think it's unhealthy. I grew up with a ver- a big disrespect from authority that was partially Coca Cola's fault. That's are we crazy. past the kid power uh, <laughs> era of entertainment? Uh, but, but and yeah, Alice delayed, Cooper you- is so fucking rich from that song. It's yeah. licensed in everything. Not, not they- feed my Frankenstein? They they joke in the commentary that they dreamed of after they saw how rich Alice Cooper was getting from it that they wanted to write a song called School's Out for Christmas. And they're like, if that if this could be a hit, we'll be rich forever. It'll be licensed uh, and everything. Somebody fucking should. And I think I'm gonna get on that right goddamn now. School's out for Christmas. It, Go they, this might have been Christmas. where <laughs> where all their music licensing budget went. We'll get to that later. Yeah, I mean this this episode really captures the anticipation for summer, the love of summer, the hatred of school. Like I felt yeah. this as a kid. I, I really identified yeah. with the Simpsons because they're uh, like, oh school does suck and I, I'm I'm good to be looking forward to summer. And I, so. I think that's where the dreams come from where we're regarding summer like a reprieve so not only when you become an adult there is no summer there is no there is no break there is no, no moment of respite from this life you call adulthood homework every day until you die and if you work from home like yours truly it's even worse it blends you into can't night even go home that's right uh-huh. mm-hmm. and uh well i did love bart's little happy singing when he wakes up because he's he's smashing the school yeah. with a with a uh, wrecking ball, and then when he's moving he the cuts letters, to yeah. him singing in his sleep, like la 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 la, <laughs> just really sweet. And then uh, yeah, then they get around the dinner table or the breakfast table, and I love Homer's pronouncement of when you're 18, you're out, you're the, out door. the door. In this, in all the episodes, the just the pronounced the Homer eat Homer and Bart eating their perps everywhere. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. But they're not are they eating piles of slop still? Just like I, purple piles no, of was, like slop. I think it was a real meal. I yeah. know in the herb episode right before no, this there's one. A good description a from Otto meal. about summer. Alright! Three old months of spaghettios and daytime TV. <laughs> uh, Why did, is that what I do now? Uh, did uh, you guys like the joke about Bart having the uh, women's measurements as his locker combination? <laughs> it seemed I, didn't, I didn't get that at all. You, that you're kid. telling me my, now. My parent, my mom, it's another of my mom explained it to me as a kid one, but yeah. 36, Whoa. 24, 36. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> They're so the it, ideal measurements circa 1950 or whatever. They're 50s yeah. uh, hour glass measurements like it's a great violent thumb song by the way a Marilyn Monroe type who now would be yeah. called fat 36 oh, yeah, for inch sure. long Marilyn Monroe be, be Rebel Wilson right yes. now yes yeah how, yeah. how <laughs> dare she be so fat right, this is uh, yeah. but this is all built around Camp Krusty let me just burn this clip off oh wow Jesus <laughs> Homer you do remember your promise to the children sure do when you're 18 you're out the door no dad you promised if Bart and I got C averages, we could go to Camp Krusty. And with no false modesty, you're looking at one happy camper. Uh-huh, yeah, well, just remember, when you see my report card, they got this whole new grading system this year. It now goes D-B-A-C. Now listen, boy, we have an understanding, and you'd better keep your end of it. I don't think I'd be any kind of a father if you got D's and I let you go to Camp Krusty. But, Dad... Son, if you really want something in this life, you have to work for it. 
Now, quiet. They're about to announce the lottery numbers. <laughs> 17. We just saw the lottery in season three in uh, Dog of Death, right? Yeah, yeah, he did not learn from his lottery thing. For a second, I thought it would have been so funny if it had been the same numbers as the previous lottery, but it was not. I it only had check. one additional joke of him cheering for the r- one for right the one number. number that doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're three, num- three wrong numbers deep. So when Hoover hands out the grades to Lisa, and she great. freaks out about it. Yeah. Oh, we got How that? could this have happened? I feel so dirty. Lisa got a B. The dirt's not coming off. Okay, calm down. This must just be a little typo. <laughs> Who means Hoover? There appears to be a mistake on my report card. You gave me a B plus in conduct? Now, Lisa, everyone needs a blotch on their permanent record. Perhaps I'm not making myself clear. <laughs> I think you should reconsider. Lisa, you're hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> That, was, that slap sound was her slapping Hoover's hand. Hoover is great there. And yeah. also right before when she says, like, I have nothing left to say to you, so let's just silently run out the clock. Though that does imply in both cases, like, Bart and Lisa have now graduated their grades. Yeah. They should not be coming back to fourth and second grade. Bart has graduated the fourth grade twice at this point yeah. within the series. And yeah. he does it at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah and, that the, and like in summer, four foot two, he graduates as well. But uh, And then also the... The uh, the B plus in conduct is pretty good for Lisa. Told Hoover to shove, shove it. it. Yeah, she told her to shove it this season. She was so. a bad girl for an episode. I think she deserved that B plus. Yeah, so I, Lisa should chill out. I want to know more about this teacher. This is almost my line of the show. Oh, yeah. for this. Wait a minute! You mm. didn't learn how World War Two ended. We won. Yeah! <laughs> Oh, good. Kids running out of school for summer. One episode earlier, we had heard Powell chanting USA. This is true. If you don't count the Patreon wrap-up episode that we have up. Yeah. Please, please. Uh, So when they're on the bus. I can't believe I forgot to mention that again. When they're on the bus coming home, they do this joke twice, but I think it's great twice of... They get mad at Bart for not coming up with a plausible lie. He's like that it has yeah. to be A's. Like, come on, like you, you, you had to think of something believable. You, and you the way Homer said, you can't, I ha- you can't uh, blame him because this is how awesome the camp sounds. Camp Krusty is built on an actual Indian burial ground. We got archery, wallet making, the whole Magilla. And for you fat kids, my exclusive program of diet and ridicule will really get results. And the best part is, when you come to Camp Krusty, you'll spend the summer with me, Honest Injun. <laughs> I was re- really hoping one of you would come to the table with some knowledge of Fat Camp. Because I've never, no, I read Jelly that, Belly, it was one of my favorite books. That was a once boy. a thing, I think, before yeah. child abuse laws were stricter. I mean, they still exist, they're just nicer about it. Mm, I, they the, do? Kids are, sent, kids are sent to camp to lose weight, and because... You can control what they eat. Like yeah. that's what. Yeah, the, but every camp can do that. Yeah, but then again, they oh, also in heavyweights. That I bet it's huh. not just heavyweights. It brings in the sneaks in the candy and shit. I like, like how hard Krusty hits fat. Like for all you fat kids. Yeah. Fat kid. well, they, I, it's also, a, seri- a running series of jokes in the episode that we don't have a lot of clips of, but they're fucking hilarious. A, a great joke I didn't even remember from it was in the beginning. The the bear pushing the girl in the swing. Oh at right, the beginning of that is so great. I forgot. But about I, that. I did want to like it. it now now is probably going to be taboo because you liberal pussies <laughs> to like so heavily steep a camp in an Indian theme, and that <laughs> that is what all the sleepaway camps I went to it's were what they themed always after. Were, yeah. yeah, you had, yeah. You, had you, had, you had tribal names for your your bunks, and you did. Indi- like, do you mind if we kill you and borrow your culture? You for did children? phony. Indi- <laughs> God, we, like, and it's it's weird. We would like pray to the uh, spirits 
and create a fire. And then I eventually, I went to this camp so long, I eventually became a counselor. And uh, I think there was, I had some creepy reason I wanted to mention this. I was a counselor one year, and uh, a girl who was six months younger than me was a camper. Uh, and some weird mm, stuff happens. That is weird. That, that's like practically Whoa. illegal. Uh, but All right. That, 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 <laughs> um, but uh, like I did, we we would pray to the gods and a fire would start up. And then, and then eventually I learned when I became a counselor that that was um, brake fuel poured on pool cleaning supplies. That like will, the ancient Whoa. Indians. It will ignite in, ex- it'll ignite in exactly 45 seconds. So when you get a crowd cheering, there was a little mechanism. It was kind of ingenious that went wow. all the way underground in a little pipe, and you pull a little string, and it dumps the brake fluid onto the pool cleaning product. Amazing. And in exactly like 55 seconds, a fire will erupt. Wow. So, it, uh, so the Homer with the push, uh, like mm-hmm. Homer got rid of his push mower. He finally has a real <laughs> mower. Yeah, this is a great, and this is every this whole sequence. Everything. Running like, over debris. Yes. Here's my report card. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Hey, plus. You don't think much of me, do you, boy? Mm-hmm. No, sir. You know, a D turns into a B so easily. You just got greedy. Well, so I won't get to go to camp? Now, Bart, we made this deal because I thought it would help you get good grades. And you didn't. <laughs> but why should you pay for my mistake? You mean I can go? Yeah. I didn't want you hanging around all summer anyway. <laughs> oh, Dad. You're the best father a boy could ever have. Hey, son. Now, you've got little hands. Can you reach under that mower and pull out that skate? <laughs> we would see this Homer more in Itchy and Scratchy the movie, the lax yeah. parenting Homer like, oh, but boy, a, go ahead. I guess if you're saying this is part of season three's production cycle, but that one of my favorite lines from the third season was like, let's quit and watch TV. What's yeah. on it doesn't matter. Yeah. Man. Setting you, a bad example. This episode is one of my worst um, recording jobs I did in the history of being the record master of our Simpsons family tape. Oh, because you're cutting on the commercials? I I missed him say, now reach out, like on my tape, it was mm-hmm. always, hey, could you reach out? The, and then it <gasps> went the next thing. And, and, Henry. And then the other the one, joke. when the, <laughs> the second break too, it ended when the roof came off the thing. There was never the next mm. line. Like, Again, I, felt, I had too much anxiety to cut out the commercials. I was like, I don't want to miss a second of this. I'll take I your just, country car. And meanwhile, I just wish I had the commercials. Now. Meanwhile, uh, Fox's scrub like all residue of the Simpsons from YouTube altogether. So I literally will disappear into the commercial breaks <laughs> from the Simpsons. Uh, so the I the can little I, can, can I play the clip of Martin going to fat camp? Yes. yes. We'll see you when you get back from image enhancement camp. Spare me your euphemisms. It's fat camp for daddy's chubby little secret. You promised you wouldn't make a scene. That's the first <laughs> so time good. we hear Martin's dad. Martin's Again, it's dad. it's an adult doing an impression of the child character. <laughs> yes. Martin, it's so good. Like Millhouse. Much yeah. like Millhouse. Uh, <laughs> as a kid, I did not get leaves of four, eat some more. Yeah. That's said. marijuana, correct? Leaves. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it, really? I was looking to you for that one. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, yeah, I'll put down my bong for a second. Goodbye, my special little guy. Lisa, watch out for poison ivy. Remember, leaves of three, let it be. Leaves of four, eat some more. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye, Mom. sweetie. Bye. 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 you every day. Don't look in my closet. In okay. fact, stay out of my room altogether. If the pets die, don't replace them. Oh, no. And I love that I didn't get the sound, but there's the woman like the kids are gone. Thank God, yeah. don't like, come back. Don't come back. The, yeah. the they all get out was. champagne. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as a kid, that was still eye opening to me. Of like, yeah. oh, well, do parents not want us like, around? I'm a burden. We, okay, we just <laughs> talked about what we were learning about taking care of babies, like yeah. getting yeah. them to shut up and not be part of your problem.
The Simpsons. We'll be right back. Hello, Talking Simpsons listeners. Unky Herb is really onto something, don't you think? That baby translator? Who knows how that's going to pan out? That could change the world. Do you have an inventor in your life? Good, because this episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Little Bits. You know what Little Bits are? Little Bits are the easy-to-use, color-coded magnetic blocks that are basically like Legos that come to life in the form of inventions. Do you have a little inventor in your life, a DIYer musician? Do you like Legos and wish they did more? Then maybe you could give Little Bits a try, and I'm only mentioning that because Little Bits has an offer just for Talking Simpsons listeners. You can go to trylittlebits.com slash laser time and get $20 off your first order. You can get started with a base kit and just, and like Legos, just continue adding components at your leisure. You can build robots, bubble blowers, pinball games, and it's kind of only limited to what you can think of. There's a kid on the website who made a, a keyboard out of a banana. Little Bits has received rewards from parent groups and tech places like Popular Mechanics. Uh, and guess what? They also have uh, further discounts for educators who want to put them in their classroom. So if you have someone in your life who you think might like Little Bits, maybe you should give it a shot. Little Bits' mission is to empower the next generation to have creative confidence and curiosity to ask why and build their own stuff the unky herbs in our life. And once again, Talking Simpsons listeners can go to trylittlebits.com slash laser time and get $20 off your first order. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Here's the dumb thing that happened to me this week. Uh, like, I've been going on long bike rides, and yes. I only have these uh, hmm. hipster slim pants. Not skinny jeans, slim jeans from Old Navy. Uh, it's so I don't get my, my pants caught in my bike chain. It really hurts to go on 30-mile bike rides in denim, and Heidi bought me a pair of bicycle shorts <laughs> with gel-based crotch oh, yeah. area. And, like, when I took those off after wearing them all day, uh, Heidi kicked me in the ass, and it felt like somebody shoved... All the sweat had pulled inside, like inside that area, and yeah. it was so sensitive. It felt like somebody was trying to fuck me. Uh, I, it was a sensation I have never felt before. My ass was so sticky and, and sensitive. Then you're like, kick me again, please. Yeah, oh, don't stop. Don't stop until don't stop until you can't see your knee. Um, get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly full length, uncensored, and ad free Patreon exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at Patreon. Patreon.com slash laser time starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. So the Mr. Black thing. Okay, thank you. I this love is line Mr. Of the Black. Show. Not only line of the show. That's but a, the joke. A, a character I <laughs> wish would come back, and also, like I said before, shorthand. We I 
I think we all use that for shorthand. Yes, yes. For, it's, a, yeah. it's a great like boring evil character. It's like his 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 evilness is very bland but a boring, and nondescript. Uh, we use it shorthand for a boring evil character for like uh, edited an, dialogue, edited, like, edited dialogue, an impromptu replacement or a meaningless replacement. Yeah, uh, I, like I, a, I, a corporation patronizing people. Like yeah, fuck I you. love Mister Black. Hey kids, welcome to Camp Krusty. <laughs> I'll see you in a few weeks. Until then. Turn things over to my bestest buddy in the whole wide world. Mr. Black. I want you to treat... Mr. Black. With the same respect you would give me. Now here's... Mr. Black. Thank you, Krusty, and welcome, children. I am Mr. Black, your head counselor. For the past 15 years, I was president of Euro Krusty Land. God, another joke about Euro Krusty... Er, yeah. Euro Disney Is that different than Euro Itchy and Scratchy Land? Yeah, my yeah, children so need wine! <laughs> so, Krusty really takes a beating in this episode. Yeah. I would say, in, up until this, like they'd hmm. have some... Krusty was an old-time performer who didn't really love kids, but yeah. they had some heart to him in his other appearances, You're- like in like Father Like Cloud. In this one, he becomes the Krusty. I think we know much more You're- who is a heartless, yeah. entertaining, self-centered, like self-centered businessman yeah. who doesn't give a shit about anything but money. I am, yeah. I, when watching this episode, I'm using my pre-existing knowledge of other appearances of Krusty the Clown, but that had, this had not happened before. Not really. No, you- I mean, he was kind of heartless in at the start when he's like wouldn't he wouldn't go to Bart's uh, he wouldn't have dinner at the Simpsons house. There were shades of that in of the bad products in like Father Like Clown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it still was. It had some love for Krusty, and this yeah. Krusty's just like uh, awful. It's, like, but that's what's so great about Krusty because I, I can't imagine he was he was started to be a surrogate for every single kind of celebrity <laughs> yes, horrible yes. trait, and then he just embodies that. But he's still a fucking clown in a purple shirt. <laughs> An outdated kind of entertainment. Yes, yeah. it's awesome. So, uh, I love Mr. Black. Though. I love his, yes. his design, his yeah. voice, all of his lines, and he only shows up in this episode, as far as I know. Yeah, and just this line alone could have gotten line of the show. Yo, Mr. Black, another brandy. Gentlemen, too evil. <laughs> it's just a... Yeah, he's a Bond villain. He's a yeah. Bond villain of the show. But he's like, he's drawn as a boring guy. He's a yeah. very boring, like, hello, everybody. I'm Mr. Black. And that's how the real evil people show up. They're middle management. Yeah. They're innocuous. The banality of evil is what Mr. Mm. Black is. So did you know uh, the reference that Krusty going to Wimbledon is? No. I knew, but yes. I'm a commentary nerd. Tenor, it, is so. a, it is a Johnny Carson reference that he no. would often go to Wimbledon. He Johnny Carson is a tennis lover. He'll play tennis with Krusty by the end of this season. What a fucking weirdo. Uh, <laughs> and he would go to Wimbledon during the season. He actually, like, there was one season where he, uh, of The Tonight Show, where he held out for more money and in protest just, like, appeared at Wimbledon. Wow. And This was the era where it. he was not hosting a show for, like, 60% of the year, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but so the Wimbledon thing is totally a Johnny Carson reference. I never... It's like, it's summer, I'm going to Wimbledon. Like, and here, here's what I wanted to know from you guys, because, again, I'm usually drinking during these shows and forget <laughs> everything. Uh, record like 900 podcasts a week mm-hmm. but is this the first time Dolph, Kearney, and Jimbo are named explicitly? Mm. No I think Bart does name them in this in the Telltale Head Telltale Head I, think I don't he at think least, he does He at least says Jimbo like, Jimbo, oh, Jimbo has said Jones. Jimbo has said but Kearney and Kearney and Dolph I don't think have ever mm. been said before yeah, might When do right. I get to see Krusty? Uh, he will be along eventually In the meantime our counselors Dolph Jimbo and Kearney will be happy to handle any problems you may have. Again, one of the last appearances of Wendell. 
Yeah. I think they're also made much bigger than they usually are yeah. to just tower over the and children. That's, that's why I wanted to make the reference because, like, I, I was a camp counselor for someone in my, like, in my class yeah. uh, in middle school. But this is when it was made, like, they become the true trio of, of monstrous bullies. But can you, I just want to harp on the story I hit upon earlier. Can you imagine, like, a, having a crush on a girl in your class <laughs> and then that summer you are an authority figure? Yeah, it's like older children take care of children who are also children. Yeah, yeah I got Jim my Bo- dick touched for the first time. Jimbo, <laughs> Dolph, and Kearney were baptized into bullydom, I think. They were just bad kids before, but now they're like... And Nelson is kind of with them sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. he'll team up with them, but they are yeah, he's separate. Not, he's not well, seen with them even in this episode, but he is a counselor. Well, because Nelson is slightly younger than them. Yeah, like, so at he, least shorter. And, and well, shorter. Kearney is like 30, I think. <laughs> He saw he, he, he has, he's there for the bicentennial. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here's another dumb thing I got because this is the second time, and I just realized that TS. Oh yeah. Tough sh- like I've never heard that. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That's not a popular colloquialism for where I'm from. My mom TS would say for tough, tough shit. Titties, but tough same shit. here, tough titty. Homer definitely. Yeah, my mom too. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, like Homer definitely thing. said what uh, an abbreviation for tough shit. Yeah. Um, and and well, so that was in the three men in a comic book. So does Kearney. Here's your cabin. You don't like it. T.S. I don't know why I got so much chicken in there. I, but I also loved his line at the kayak. He's like, ain't getting any safer. And that's, I, I, I look at these old episodes now of like, why was this show so controversial? And I know there's a shitload of time in between them. But I think like you and I didn't. T- T.S. was probably a term our parents used. Yeah. And like they caught term. up. They caught on how subversive Simpsons was. Because we didn't get the references. Mm. I think at one point, though, Jimbo, Dolph, Kearney, and Mr. Black are, are smoking cigars and <laughs> yeah. drinking wine. Yeah, so evil. That's a little controversial for children to be <laughs> like taking <laughs> part of that with Mr. Black. That felt like a very Pinocchio-type moment. Yeah. Right? They're like, hey, the kids do it. The uh, bad kids do it in Pinocchio. I want to hug you. So the Camp Krusty song. They had to expand it to fit time. That's one of their examples of how, wow. how it was too short of an episode. So they expanded the song. And then that song got really expanded on the uh, horrendous Simpsons Yellow album. That album is oh, awful. Did it? We talked yeah, about you it before. Remember it. it no. was on the episode. Like, they say, <laughs> no, like, it, just, it just established they, that I never remember it. And things. then they say things, they go like, they sing the Camp Krusty song. And then Bart goes, yeah, Camp Krusty, now Otto, do a guitar solo. It's a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. It's fucking shit. I love this song. I love when they sing the copyright information at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. And I also, you don't see that medic woman any other time, but just her like scratching the, uh, lighting the cigarette on the guy's cast and then blowing smoke. That really should have been Lunch Lady Doris. I feel like they could have <laughs> yeah. used her in that She in that needed scene. a summer job. Yeah. <laughs> you know this. Uh, I just wanted to go over the, the crusty seal of approval is something I feel like is established here and it's mm. a lightly brought back it's here. It's like a Nintendo there. seal of approval. Well, I, I, well, I think. We didn't mention the the wrap up episode, which is on available for our Patreon members. We did a season three wrap up episode uh, that a, a couple of magazines had came out for the Simpsons, Simpsons Illustrated, oh uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. Simpsons ma- magazine, and I, I it, it blurs the line like they they gave that that those magazines gave me more canon than the show did, and the Krusty Seal of Approval is definitely a joke that exists way yeah. more in the comics and the magazines yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was also, I've said this before, but it was also in the comics where they said that Mr. Bouvier died on a roller coaster. It's true, yeah. 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 Though this, that's not canonical. The first reference to the Krusty Seal of Approval. This is a little more rustic than I expected. I'm not worried, least. You know word. why? Because of this. Krusty brand seal of approval. You can only find it on products which meet the high personal standards of Krusty the Clown. 
<gasps> Oops, I should have warned you, that clock gets incredibly hot if you leave it plugged in. <laughs> Yeah, if you but, leave it plugged in, like, what else yeah. would you do with a clock? But Christ, yeah, the point is Camp Krusty is a nightmare. We're going long It's here. an abandoned mule tannery. Abandoned yes. mule so, tannery. Well, meanwhile, Homer is, like, doing yes. it up with Marge every day. Like, the, he's losing weight, getting yeah. back his hair. He's so happy to not... It's yeah. really Bart. I think he wouldn't... If Lisa was there, he still would... You think he would, he would lay dick to Marge <laughs> just as much in the if, shower. if just well, Lisa no, was there. Oh, no. I mean, and I, I love the joke about the fireworks. Like, Did they do that we, joke again? I swear yeah. to God, they did it again at some point. Maybe the summer of 442. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. But I, but I remember I, him like actually packing the fireworks after that line in a later episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Marge yeah. explains the situation a little in her letter to Lisa. Oh, yeah. Dear kids, I hope this letter find you well we are doing great your father is in the best shape he's been since well ever one arm push-ups strength agility (laughs) miss you terribly i hope these jelly bean cookies will tide you over until you get home hey simpson tell your mom her cookies suck Jelly bean oh. cookies sound disgusting. They sound pretty gross to me. Yeah. I don't like jelly beans, though. And, so and Lisa's acting in the letter, or Yardley Smith's mm-hmm. acting in the letter mm-hmm. reading is really good, too. Like, save us, save us now. Dear Mom and Dad, I no longer fear hell because I've been to <laughs> Camp Krusty. Our nature hikes have become grim death marches. Jesus. Our arts and crafts center is, in actuality, a Dickensian workhouse. <laughs> Come on, wimps. These Gucci walls have to be on the streets of Hong Kong by Friday. <laughs> Bart makes it through the days, relying on his unwavering belief that Krusty the Clown will come through. Krusty is coming. Krusty is coming. Krusty is coming. But I am far more pessimistic. I am not sure if this letter will reach you, as our lines of communication have been cut. Yeah. Now the effort of writing has made me lightheaded, so I close by saying, Save us! Save us now! Bart and Lisa. <laughs> uh, kids' letters from camp. Oh, she complains now, but when we go to pick her up, she won't want to leave. Oh, God, I love Lisa sneaking that letter out to the guy and the horse. He takes like a nip of whiskey yeah. before going off. And she's yeah. like, wrapped in a blanket and the wind is whipping. It's uh, there great. There was a great comment on the, on the Laser Time Facebook group talking about the differences between Simpsons and Futurama and a couple of other shows and about how... Most of the early seasons of The Simpsons are making not references to things that are tangential references to things that are just now popular, which mm. the show is guilty of, but a lot of other shows are guilty of that too. Like uh, not not none of like the Meet the Spartans level of like yeah. we're making fun of a trailer. The Britney Spears head shaving will always be relevant. Yeah, and, and we'll specifically say what we're talking yeah, about. But They'll like, say, oh, the, remember when Britney Spears shaved her head? That's not what that was. I would not get half the references in this montage had I not one just watched the original Ben Hur. I love <laughs> oh, yeah. Ben Hur has come out and just like one of the. Who would have guessed it's the biggest bomb ever? I feel like someone should pay me to tell how... Why would you remake Ben-Hur? Are you idiots? I went to the movies recently and I saw that playing. I'm like, what? they did this? Who? The, Why? The spectacle is a divorce from the 60s. Yeah. You can't do this what anymore. What the fuck? And then, like, well, there's a, the, you want to see horses? There's a free game on Xbox One based oh, on Ben-Hur. And, and it's like, oh. and we have to watch these like production behind the scenes. We did this all practically in camera. Yeah, so did Charlton Heston <laughs> for a lot less money. So many horses died. And, yes, and it looks amazing to this day. And like, and it's a five-hour movie. You don't need to remake this, but I did not know that the uh, other reference, Lisa 
handing the whiskey to the guy is a very specific reference to... I didn't know this. Yeah, it's a very specific reference to um, Meryl Streep and the French lieutenant's woman. That's right, oh, the French lieutenant's okay. woman. Yes. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of now, this it was on the I, tip. I had to scour for like, no, no, what no, the I, fuck is this? I only know it's from that because I read it's from that. I've never seen that film either. But never even heard of the film. It was on the tip of my tongue which movie it was, but I didn't want to say French lieutenant's woman in case I was wrong and got... <laughs> Comment corrected. That, that sounds somebody. like a Simpsons joke about a movie Homer yes. wouldn't want to see. Yes, exactly. Uh, it does sound like we'd we'll be playing a, next a, to a, Look Who's Only. It's game. a 1981 movie starring Meryl Streep, and I think if you, you're praising Lisa's performance, we don't know she's doing an impression yeah, of Meryl Streep essentially. So, the, so the kids are destroyed, but they finally are going to get get to meet crusty. the real crust. Wait, I have one thing to add before Please, this. Baby. There's one line that always bothered me, and it is the act break for Act Two between Two and Three. And oh, it's shitty. They're it like holding on to like beams as like a storm whips through their cabin yeah. and, and Bart says an, an obviously replaced joke I don't know what the original yeah. joke was but he says Lisa I've been thinking it over next summer I'm getting a job I want to know what that yeah. original line was because there's no sound effects behind Bart it's yeah. a very rushed line delivery mm. and his mouth movements do not match up it's a very it's weak not act that break funny not like, really so no. what, I didn't was the, what was the worst thing they or the thing they felt needed to be replaced? I really want to know because it just kind of is weak and doesn't land and right. I'm complimenting yeah. this episode because it's the tightest it has the most jokes of any Simpsons yeah, show like, I've seen I, up until this I wrote point. down the the, the like middle chunk of this episode is just like a montage yeah. of good things happening Tons to Marge and Homer, bad things happening to Bart yeah. and Lisa, like just nonstop little sketches about like yeah. life at home and at camp. I mean, them Homer getting in the shower with Marge is pretty spicy. Yeah, and it, good animation it, too. Again, all of this is great. All our clips are long and mm-hmm. numerous. Uh, and of course, Bart finally gets to meet the real Krusty. Hopefully, after the ray of sunshine. Oh, I must tell you, kids, uh, Krusty has laryngitis <laughs> on a bad back, so. He won't be saying anything or doing anything. Rusty looks fat. He's really having trouble keeping his balance. He's still funny, but not ha-ha funny. That's, That's not Ralph. Krusty the Clown. <gasps> <gasps> what do you think? I slapped a clown suit on some wino? <laughs> I mean, yeah, bud. I am so crunchy the clown. <laughs> All right. That's it. I've been scorched by Krusty before. I got a rapid heartbeat from those Krusty brand vitamins. My Krusty calculator didn't have a 7 or an 8. And Krusty's autobiography was self-serving with many glaring omissions. But this time, he's gone too far. We want Krusty! We want Krusty! We want Krusty! No, we want Krusty! We want Krusty! I thought you said you broke their spirits. We did! You broke nothing. I love Mr. Blacks. He won't be saying anything or, or doing, doing anything. anything. Oh, you kept the best line of it. To the hydrofoil. To the hydrofoil. <laughs> but that's the thing. Every single line, every single yeah. second is amazing. So did you notice no. when they uh, Lisa was handing out the, the packages to people, she says Wiggum and hands it to Ralph. Yes. Ralph would not officially be Wiggum, uh, Ralph Wiggum until the Valentine's Day episode. It does not look like but, Ralph. But it is Ralph's totally. voice, and he has his hair. Like well, it's it's a very hey, my brownies, Wiggum, a change of underwear, Crandall, my insulin. <laughs> so someone named Crandall is diabetic. Uh, we also missed the uh, the final appearance of Sadrudin Mahabharata, wow. yeah. the uh, the yoga guy, the unsinkable. Oh, yes, uh, Mr. Byrne references his book in uh, that episode. I think it was Blood Feud, and then yeah. this episode we see him wow. doing the yoga show. Yeah. Well, piece of a spirit. And this is just a quick line. I loved it. Krusty being, he has to, <laughs> he has to leave being knighted to attend to the camp. That's right, yeah. Top thee, sir. Urgent call for Mr. Clown. This better be important. 
I got out. Love Krusty still it's, being Jewish. It's strange it's that actors get knighted. Like, what did Krusty do to earn this privilege, yeah. this honor? Local kid show clown. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's I'll, a surrogate for any kind of celebrity. Also, I can't, you know, we don't live in a British commonwealth or in England, but... Speak for yourself. I don't feel like the... The queen looks too young. I don't know. She doesn't look. I mean, she looks old. She looks younger than Scott Thompson did. That's what I, as her. I was thinking the exact same thing. Drug well, is yeah. approved. Well, because when I think of 1992 Queen, I think of I think of Scott, Scott Thompson. Thompson. It's your go-to <laughs> queen. Yeah. Yeah. They say. God, I love Scott Thompson. Good old Buddy Cole. Mm-hmm. Give me Buddy Cole or the same person. And, and just. Again, I'm watching this episode, capturing clips, ready to talk about it with you guys. And, like, surely this is petering to an end. And mm. then Kent Brockman shows up and is just fucking awesome. Yes. And it, more great Brockman. I say that with no hyper have taken this camp by force. Three counselors are missing and presumed scared. <laughs> I'm being told I can have an exclusive interview with the ringleader. Don't be the boy. Don't be the boy. Don't! I just want the whole world to know that this was a really crappy camp. Can I say crappy on TV? Yes, on this network you can. Fox. <laughs> Fox another Fox slam. So Martin was being ribald, no doubt, on yeah. the same night. Yeah, And also, the them walking by that pig's head on a pike, like, that's pretty, yeah. like, whoa. I, I know it's a, it's a, oh, feels like me. a Lord of the Flies reference. We mentioned this or, in the, or, no, Apocalypse Now. No, no, there's a ton of Lord of the Flies references. Yeah. This, this, this episode in particular is, like, flush with references. I got, speaking of Lord of the Flies, that later, ep- the Lord of the Flies episode they ah. had, it was yeah, one of my forgot. lesser favorite you mean ones. Das Bus? Yeah, yeah, Das Bus. Yeah. Just like, eh, I hate, it just became a kid show of just like all the kids all the time. It and, was very Rugratsy. And yeah, and then at the end when they're just like, shrug, we don't they have to write an by ending. Mo. They're like, fuck you, we don't got to write an ending. There uh, is one pop culture reference I did catch this time. It was it was Crunchy punching out a like Crunchy Crusty punching out a photographer. Uh-huh. Yes, like Sean Penn. Yeah, uh, Sean like Penn maybe time. five years earlier, We're photographing like him and his then wife Madonna. And the the joke about Princess died yeah. more wow. than just friends. Like, ooh boy, that yes, uh, <laughs> wait five years. Yes. Put on your seatbelts, kids. Uh, who would have thought then that uh, the Queen would outlive her by Holy twenty shit. years? Uh, even the Queen Mother uh, and the Queen Mother too. That they but. So then, when they rip off Krusty's shirt, yeah. those things are still always there. Well, they're not, not all the always long there. Horn. So the yeah, the cattle skull birthmark is not always drawn, but I think they do always get the, the two the uh, pacemaker scar and the superfluous nipple, which I think is mm. specifically a reference to the James Bond film Man with a Golden Gun. Because oh, really? He is in Man with a Golden Gun, which is a good little Bond film. <laughs> uh, it's it's where uh, Christopher Lee is the villain. Christopher Lee is yeah, awesome as a villain. And he's the man with the golden gun, Scaramanga, and the they don't know what he looks like because he kills everybody mm-hmm. uh, who sees him. And so to find him, he has a third nipple, and so they go looking for a man oh, with a third wow. nipple. Oh, I had no so, idea. So and, and shout James, out to my buddy uh, Melendez. He's and, got extra nipples. Wow. And uh, <laughs> Roger Moore actually wears a fake third nipple to pretend to be Scaramanga <laughs> at, a, at a point in the film, too. The final defining quality of Krusty, the fact that he's not wearing makeup, yeah. will come about in this season with yeah. over triple bypass. Ah. So. And he always does have makeup on all the time anyway. And yeah. Like, but that, uh, yeah, the pacemaker scar, though, I mean, he... It is a fact he's had a pacemaker. It's your, it's your rare Simpsons canon. One. Yeah, yeah. And I did. I, I mentioned this in the Patreon exclusive season three wrap up, which we put up uh, last week. Patreon.com/slash/lasertime. First season's also there. That's uh, a whole hour, Chris. I know. It, wasn't it fun? I love that. Uh, yeah. But uh, that 
uh, Escape from Camp Deadly, which was made me work my ass off to get a Game Boy. I always thought these things came in tandem, but it was like mm-hmm. a year in advance. Like that, there's an entire one of the first Simpsons games involved a camp scenario. Camp Deadly was ninety one. This is ninety two. Ninety two. So. I mean, it's obvious to send the kids to camp for you know oh, levels but, and stuff. Like, but it maybe makes sense as but a game pitch. Maybe because of the nature of when this episode was produced, the game was sort of pitched at the same time. The they could have been the pitched at the pitched. same time. It's possible the game production isn't. Short. I mean, even for Game Boy, it was even back then for Game Boy. It still couldn't have been less. I couldn't imagine it'd be less than six months. Yeah, like, yeah. but but in, but even The Simpsons at this point was like nine months of production. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so they then apologize. Bart yeah. has a great line about I never put my name on an inferior product. I don't have I don't have and, that one. I just <laughs> the very end of the, the that's my line of the show. Speaking but, of Camp Deadly, so this ending <laughs> we talk about. Well, actually, I just made fun of The Simpsons for yeah. having the fu ending of. Yeah, maybe it's Mo. Let's say Mo. <laughs> this ending is just like it's the same. Thing. Okay, let's get to the end. They go to Tijuana. Boom! It's the end. It is. It is. It is a fuck you. We need that's, to get out of this episode. That's as fast why I as feel possible. like this was meant to be the season finale for season three because huh. of the summer angle and this final scene of like uh, this final scene of just like stills from Tijuana. It's a beautiful. Yeah. End. It feels like it could have wrapped up the season very neatly in season the, three. These, these crusty lines are so yes. <laughs> Crusty, this camp was a nightmare. They fed us gruel. They forced us to make wallets for export, and one of the campers was eaten by a bear. Oh my god! <laughs> well, actually, the bear just ate his hat. Was it a nice hat? Oh yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I'm gonna make it all up to you. I'm gonna show you kids the time of your life. <laughs> Get ready for two weeks at the happiest place on earth, Tijuana! <laughs> This I thought was bullshit because I Google like everything. I don't know exactly what it is. From Tijuana is not the happiest place on earth. But it they mm. close out with the song "South of the Border." I yeah. like this up too. Yeah. A and non-Frank Sinatra cover, dude. I didn't do that. I just went through fucking YouTube looking at like Harry Belafonte, Perry Como, Frank oh, Sinatra, Chris did it. Okay. Isaac, uh, fucking Harry Connick Jr. South of the Border. Like none of these are the songs. And I finally like look up the wiki and like, oh, it's a sound alike. They hired someone who sounded like Frank Sinatra to make one that sounded like Frank Sinatra. The Frank Sinatra version was the most popular, yeah. though. It originated in a the South of the Border originated in a 1939 film of the same name. Uh, sung by Gene Autry. Oh, yes, and, uh, the cowboy. Singer? Yeah, and okay. I watched it. I I watched. It I watched on official Gene Autry YouTube page. <laughs> Man, one of his great grandparents must be making bank off. One that. of thirty <laughs> hits on that video. I, 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 I uh, it says like. 4,000, I think. But I don't want yeah. to disrespect Gene Autry. I did the same thing, Henry. I watched like three Gene Autry versions, <laughs> assuming this would be the right one, and like that the Simpsons made this song just for this episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. but his version's much slower. This mm-hmm. is the swinging version. This, this is the South Sinatra the version. Yeah. But, and, well, but because, again, they blew their money on Alice Cooper. Uh, I think they did, yeah. Okay, well, so, Bob, yeah, we're at the end of the episode, but we talked about it some on the special one but we should talk about the end of the Klasky Chupo era yeah, with this, is, this episode this is the final Klasky Chupo episode and essentially they just moved the machinery from one studio to the next mm-hmm. and really uh, based on Galbor Chupo's comments in the unauthorized Simpson oral history it was basically uh, just to lay it out he felt disrespected from the first you know minute because mm-hmm. of that that you know disastrous first episode that delivered uh, mm-hmm. you know and, and they should have you know been guilty of something in that mm-hmm. you know just but not delivering what they were pioneering something it's true yeah. like mm-hmm. it was it was uncharted territory for everybody. Yeah, if we haven't exactly. reiterated that enough, there was no 
television animation on this level being done at all. All they knew was the Simps- the Flintstones. The Flintstones yeah. on Saturday morning cartoons, yeah. which, again, the, the standards for writing and animation were not that high. But for. after after that, they felt like second-class citizens, yeah. and the major problem was that um, the writers, not knowing how the animation process worked, yeah. would request changes after the color animation had come back. Like, it, it would take so much money and time I to mean, fix things, to change pen- things. Pencilers, inkers, layouts, yeah. like, idiots. Like Everyone needed to be involved, and they were like, we cannot get changes this late. And so they pushed back too much, and the Simpsons were like, uh, Gracie Films was like, okay, either you stop pushing back or we get rid of you. And they're like, fine, we can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's when they moved to Film Roman. And when they moved to Film Roman, the animators did get more rights. They did get the, the ability to say, this is too late to ask for changes. You mm-hmm. need to ask for changes much earlier than this. So mm-hmm. I feel like it was it was partially Classic Chupa fucking up on that first episode and partially uh, Gracie Films not understanding how the animation works. Yeah. I think the overall animation improved. Like, 4, 5, and 6 is better animation than 1, 2, and That's three. for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and season season 4 starts off a little rough with some funky-looking homers. I think of Homer eating the yeah. moon waffle with his head, like, <laughs> shooting backwards at a 45-degree angle. Uh, it, I love how wacky it looks. Yeah, yeah, it looks really weird. They took some time to get used to the, the, the animation, but well, I feel like yeah. it, was a, it was a pretty graceful move from one studio to the next. But I also think of, like, another really off a Homer we'll see is in the um, Itchy and Scratchy the movie where like oh, Homer yeah. is just like his head's too long or he's like too fat in like it, it's all over the place. But, but I I do love the giant pupils of the early film Roman stuff. Yeah. Prove me wrong, kids. But <laughs> prove me wrong, wrong Macaraining. Graining hates those pupils, yeah. man. Can't stand them. He thinks they're high, but I think they're just so more they're they're, they're more expressive. I love anime, by the way. So yeah. take exactly. that as you will. Yeah. Uh, but that is that it for the episode? I think so. Yeah. I, let me just plug again the uh, the uh, Patreon wrap up for season three that we did. Patreon.com slash laser time is where is how the show happened. People finance the show into existence. The first season, the first thirteen episodes of Talking Simpsons are exclusively home there. And man, that Oprah stuff. If you haven't seen it, it's on our YouTube yes. channel, youtube.com slash laser time, or our Facebook if it's not permitted on YouTube. Animation you've never seen before, yeah. and like a second of Sesame Street animation that yes. you probably haven't seen before either. Uh, it is beautiful stuff. And yeah, then the whole first season is on there $5 a month. It's all great. Uh, but Bob should do. Let's let's hear about. Bob. I'll tell you who I am. I'm Bob Mackey, by the way. You can wow. find me on Twitter. Exactly. I don't hear that sound effect ever, Chris. And you're delaying. But my computer. Where all is broke. it? Okay, fine. Well, you can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I also do the classic gaming podcast Retronauts. Find it every Monday at retronauts.com or usgamer.net. And I also write for somethingawful.com every other Thursday. Mm-hmm. So go there for your comedy needs. I'm H E N E R E Y G on Twitter, <laughs> and I write for fandom.wikia.com where I write about video games. I'm the senior games editor there, but I'm also still part of the laser time family i did a comic book podcast mm-hmm. you can go back and listen to the archives on that and i did one for comic-con uh, i'm still part of the laser time family and i also just had a little clip on the most recent patreon exclusive wrestling podcast mm. cheap podcast it's true uh, and lasertimepodcast.com is all i'll plug i did want to say to you bob uh, in researching i hate you and Jeremy Parrish sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry. Almost every time I'm like, I'm going to research something no one's ever done or talked about before. And then I get to the wiki and it's like, Bob Mackey said <laughs> in a thorough review of Escape from Camp Deadly. I own like, the Day the Tentacle Wikipedia page, by the way. Really? Every citation is me. That's great. So uh, I'm, I'm yeah, proud of that. Every time I, I search for something obscure that I think no one's ever done before, you and Jeremy have generally done it at usgamer.com. That's my job. Yeah. I'm a little stinker, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you are a little stinker. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that's it for us this week, folks. We'll see you next week when Marge encounters Tennessee Williams. See you then. South of the border, down Mexico way. That's where I fell in love when 
and stars above came out to play And now as I wander My thoughts ever stray South of the border Down Mexico way There she was a picture In old Spanish lace And just for a tender while I kissed the smile upon her face For it was fiesta And we were so gay South of the border Down Mexico way Mission bells told me that I must not stray south of the border down Mexico way. 